Self-Made Life is a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. We're here to inspire small, local, and creative businesses along their journey to success. We'll give you a behind-the-scenes look at your favorite local businesses and what it's like to be self-made. And welcome back to the Self Made Life podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Sydney. <laughs> and Ashley. And we are full of giggles here today. All of the giggles. All of the giggles. We're all just on our phones, tapping away, doing our thing. And I was like, we're starting, ladies. We're doing it. Um, which is appropriate because today we are going to be talking about how to grow your Instagram followers organically. You have to put the work in, and we're going to talk about how. You better work. You better work for it. It's not going to happen overnight. Like, disclaimer, growing your Instagram, it does not happen overnight. There is no miracle button where it says gain 5,000 followers, click here. Does not work that way. Don't buy your followers. Don't buy your followers. Engage, get real people, real. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Okay. Sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So aggressive right off the top. <laughs> Such a like, it's like a maddening yet, oh, it's a frustrating topic for me. So I'm sorry that I came off a little aggressive. <laughs> I apologize. It's, it's just a, yeah. Should we do boss or bus? Yes, yeah. we'll do boss or bus first and then we'll get into the nitty gritties of the frustrating topic that is social media. You guys are both looking at me, and you're like, "Hey, I'll Sydney, want to start?" First. I'll do, I'll do boss. Um, yeah, you know what? I'll do boss. Um, I had an event at um, one of my larger clients a couple weeks ago, and it went really, really well. There were a lot of social media bloggers and influencers, and like people of influentialness you know my horrible grammar comes in um but you know what I'm talking about yeah and um they were all there so I got to shake some hands smile meet some people get tagged in some stuff cute um the ladies were also there but I was working so I was being paid to be there (laughs) I was not being paid to be there but there was swag Uh and I'll always show up Mm -hmm. for some swag (laughs) and I'm gonna take a boss for that one because it was such a large event with so many influential people there and my boss for it is because I was paid to be there and like I was like I was invited as a guest but then was also paid to work it so I'm gonna take that as a boss because I got included in that and I felt like a somebody for about two hours me too even though I was super sweaty and it was hot and there was so much going on and it was it was like a hot mess of awesomeness, but I loved it. Every second of it. So good. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Okay, next person. Who wants to go? Me? Of course. Okay, Sydney, <laughs> boss or bus? I'm going to take a bus. I am usually Miss Positive and always try to find the positive and everything, but I don't know. I've just been really emotionally drained and mentally drained lately in a weird spot lately and I just feel like I'm not getting as much done as I feel like I probably should so there's that not going into too much detail but I'm being a negative Nancy today <laughs> you know what we you? all we all go into those little yeah. spots yeah. It, it, life gets in the way sometimes. yeah it happens mm-hmm. so and you're if you took a boss every single day then I'd be like okay what's going on 
Yeah. <laughs> Something is wrong. You need to take a bust every now and again. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's just life, so. Totally. You need to do it. <laughs> Speaking of life, <laughs> um, I'm also going to take a bust. Um, I'm just going to get really real with you guys right now. Um, so Tane and I, um, our wedding has come and gone and now we have started back up our search for searching for a house. Um, we are ready to buy our first home. Uh, we have been renting for the past couple years and feel like we're ready for our first home. Um, so we started, uh, looking, um, but that was... That came to a very quick halt um, because I heard back right after I saw a really cute house um, from our mortgage person, broker, whatever. Real estate agent? No, <laughs> no. Mortgage broker okay. person. To see like what, where we were at, what we were approved <clears throat> for. And guess what? If you are an entrepreneur, you're probably going to be approved for squat. <laughs> so the harsh reality is you get dick all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was with my dad and my stepmom and it, it sucked. Like my, my stepsister, she just bought her first home uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and I don't know. I, and I know I shouldn't be comparing myself and, you know, she's been working full time, uh, for her dad in a, uh, transportation business. And she also, flips horses yes you heard that right she flips horses so what she does is she uh, purchases horses and she trains them um she's a dressage um uh, equestrian rider um, mm. and she has been for a very long time um so yeah um it sucked, and I mean, we're probably going to try to find a mortgage uh, specialist. I actually have one in mind um, that I'm just going to try to line up to get on here um, just to talk about, like, the reality of owning your own business and the pros and cons, and you know what? One of the cons is you banks. You need a co-signer? Yeah, banks don't, <laughs> don't like giving you a mortgage when you are self-employed. Uh, it's a little bit tricky. So, those darn yeah. banks. Yeah. Darn banks. <laughs> those darn banks. So, Corporate world. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what? It's kind of like a blessing in disguise because Tane wants to shift his career path um, and follow his dream to be a motion designer. Which is so um, exciting. I know. I'm so excited for him. So, Tane's background is in illustration and that's what he went to school for. And lately he's been, well, the past couple of years, he's been dabbling in motion graphics and he is starting a course, an online course to work with Cinema 4D from the ground up and After Effects and all that jazz. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for him to do that. But with that being said, most of those kind of jobs are in Toronto. So if you are from the GTA, that means you are commuting <laughs> Into the city. I did um, that commute for years. It I did too. Blows. It does <laughs> blow. Um, so, I mean, the homes that we were looking at were in Hamilton because it is a little bit cheaper, but that would have meant a larger, longer commute for Tane. So we're just going to get our butt in gear, uh, work back, figure things out, uh, continue saving, and wasn't meant to be, wasn't meant to be. 
Upward and onward. At some point. Yeah. Always forward, never back. Yeah. <laughs> Any imposter people that like to watch that show will know that saying. <laughs> okay. Social For an media. Obsession? Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll do that first. <laughs> I'm just like, I want to get into it. She, see, oh, she's like raring to go Chomping at the bit here. <laughs> Um, okay, you go first for current obsession, Sydney. Always do it. Throw you me do into it. The wolves then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go. <laughs> I want to just say my current obsession is Megan's photography. Yeah, girl. <laughs> literally, because I could, you're so funny. <laughs> no, I just literally wouldn't have an Instagram without you. Like yeah. it's a lot of freaking work. And sh- we were talking about in the last episode, Megan like start to finish runs her business, and like I could only imagine adding that to my plate and I already know that I tried in the beginning and I did all right but like when it comes to social media like it's just better to outsource and outsource your social media content yeah literally just hire Megan because she is like killing the game and I'm so grateful to have her on my team thanks lady I'm grateful to be on your team I couldn't do without you (laughs) um I don't know my current obsession is probably all of the florals I get from my one florist client um I meet up with her twice a month to create content for her social media and whatnot and I always get to leave with fresh blooms and they look so lovely on my dining room table every time and I use them I like afterwards to create more content so they're kind of like dual purpose but man I love a a good fresh flower (laughs) you know you're an adult when yes (laughs) And it's peony season. Yeah. Gotta enjoy it while they last. Yeah. I know. I love them and they smell so good. And Megan stuck one in my face earlier and I was like, I love uh, this. Smell this. <laughs> <laughs> Beauty at its finest. What about you, Ash? Well, I guess this is kind of along the lines of what Megan was just talking about. I'm currently obsessed with flowers as well. Um, I'm currently trying to press some of my florals and greenery from my bouquet. That's the Um, best way to save them. It's to press them flat and dry them and then preserve them afterwards. Yeah. The best way to keep it. What we're, what we're planning to do is, so right now beside me, I have a stack of books with a whole bunch of, uh, flowers and pieces and greenery, uh, pressed um, to preserve, and we're actually going to be putting together a nice little shadow box um, to display in our home of our stationery that we did, our invitations. It'll be so pretty. That I designed. I know. Um, I just love them. I just like look at them all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm She's so biased. about them right now. <laughs> I know. I'm so biased. So if but you when are, it's your thing, they have a special meaning to you. So they look yeah. even better because they mean this. Yeah. And, and it's special because, like, Tana yeah. and I designed them together. <laughs> like, we designed, like, a watercolor crest with our fur babes on it mm-hmm. and our wedding date, which I'm going to blow up and make a, some kind of gallery wall. So for those of you who think that stationery isn't worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Because you get to enjoy it long after your wedding day is come and gone. My, and your invitation is still up on my corkboard. Me too. Above my calendar. And yeah. I just like looking at it because it's so pretty. I know. Yours is above my mirror. Every morning when I get ready, I see it. 
Oh, and the birthday card that you, that uh, Leanne made for me, too. Oh, yeah, I have her birthday card hanging <laughs> up. It's a little cutout of Winnie. And mine's a cutout of Bowie. That's so, so cute. cute. <laughs> hey, do we like her dog okay. or what? Yeah. Now, do we get to talk about it? Did you go? go. Okay, go, social go, media. Go. Run. <laughs> okay. All right. Everyone loves social media, and it's a huge hot topic, and we're talking about it now. I feel like this is going to be like a 12-part episode. Yeah. No, we're just going to talk about growing your following organically. Yes. Do not pay for followers. We're going to give you some tidbits and tips to take home and keep in your back pocket. Put these to use. You don't necessarily have to do them all at the exact same time. but no, spread it out. Yeah. Get your pens and pencils ready. Take some notes. We're coming at you <laughs> with some hot talk. Yeah. <laughs> hot tidbits. So Someone's I just want to. I'm so excited. <laughs> I just want to quickly mention here, and we will tag her as well. Um, uh, these tips are from uh, designed by Lainey. So Lainey is a stationary designer. Um, she's now out of Denver. She just moved to Denver, um, and I stumbled across her YouTube channel, and. I watched this video and she gave a whole bunch of tips on how to follow or gain your following on uh, Instagram. Um, so yeah, we'll just... And um, if any of you follow Jasmine Star, she talks about a whole bunch of these tips as well. Like it's kind of crossed over between the two of them. And I'm sure a whole bunch of other Instagram mavens well, that's the uh, thing talk I was about... Gonna say. It's these are like, like the basic... Topic. Yeah, these are like the basic need-to-know tips. So, yeah, we mm-hmm. got them from Design by Lainey, and a lot of them are also Jasmine Star's tips, so they're coming from everywhere. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we'll we'll tag them both in the, the yeah. show notes and on Instagram, um, so you can check out their accounts. Yeah. So we were just having a bit of a conversation about followings, and I was just going to say, like, first of all, I, th- I feel like we all know this, but we might just need a reminder, is, like, never compare to other people's followings, people growing yeah. faster than you, all those kinds of things. I've been in business th- uh, just over three years now and I just hit 5k. Mm-hmm. But there's so many people that have been in business a year and a half or like two years mm-hmm. and they're like seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12k, yeah. you know, but you everyone's business is different. Totally. Everyone grows at a different rate depending yeah. on demand and audience. So yeah. if you get into the compare game, then you're going to be Yep. In a bad yeah. spot. And comparison is the thief of joy. So yeah. you're and, right. And the, the number of followers does not necessarily correlate to your success and does not, not necessarily all. translate to sales. It's either. all about engagement. No. Yeah. And, and building those relationships. If you engage mm-hmm. with those people. You could have 100K and have zero engagement. Yeah. yeah. You could have some likes. Okay, cool. But do you talk to any of those people? Mm-hmm. Do you engage with any of those people? Do any of those people translate into clients? Mm-hmm. For sure, especially from a business standpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tip number one, follow people that you want to follow you. So if you are, I don't know, I'm just going to use this as an example. If you are in the wedding industry and you are wanting to gain more wedding clients, maybe someone that you want to maybe consider following is local wedding planners. Mm-hmm. Um, or like wedding florists. Yeah. Wedding photographers. Yeah. All of Industry those kind of vendors. Yeah. 
industry professionals yeah. from your area or people that inspire you. Um, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the go-to might be to start off by following The Knot and Wedding Wire and all of yeah. those big things, but you want to follow the people that are closer yeah. to you. Or and you're more likely to Create work relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Or you might get stuck into following, like, your peers mm-hmm. or, like, other stationers, which is all fine and dandy, but I would definitely recommend, like, following different creatives and industry professionals yeah. so that you can collaborate and work together because let's face it, like other stationers and calligraphers won't necessarily buy your services no. if they do it themselves unless you're doing like courses and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I follow a whole bunch of other photographers and some of them I do collaborate with because like I shoot you, you shoot me and it works out. But then I kind of fall down the comparison rabbit hole yeah. sometimes where I'm like, oh, this giant wedding photographer who I'm never, ever going to connect with, she's doing all of this and like she's so successful and blah, blah, blah. And then I start going down that, oh, I'm not worth it hole where I have to stop myself and be like, no, no like yeah. she's on a different train track than I am. Totally. I need to stop. And if I find myself doing that, I will unfollow that person or yeah. I will mute them and be like, look, I can't. I like your stuff, but I need to not see you for it's a not while. Healthy. Yeah. yeah. That's really smart. I'm all about that mute button. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And yeah, it's a big thing in this industry, especially with the small business world mm-hmm. and just like other um, creatives and entrepreneurs to be um, connecting with others Yeah, because that's what socials are for. It's called social yeah. for a reason. It's in the name. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's not just to scroll. It's not just to, you know like a million things and just kind of you're supposed to interact be social with each other totally if someone asks a question on their post answer it yeah if they're doing a poll in their stories put in your two cents like it's there because they want to hear your comment totally they want to talk to you so Mm -hmm. answer them yeah and going into the algorithm like the more that you're interacting with other people the better it actually is for you yeah the more you do the more you get seen we're constantly on our phones and i mean anyone can say that every all everyone older than us is gonna be like you're always on your phone you dang millennials you're always on your (laughs) well use your time wisely yeah don't Mm -hmm. just endlessly scroll use that time wisely and interact with these people and like literally megan and ashley and i are friends because of social media, because yep. of our businesses, and we connected, and we've literally become We met in person friends. off of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> the scary world that the is the internet. World. And look at us now. Like, we're a year into yeah. our friendships, and, like, we just went to Nobody Ashley's wedding. Nobody killed each other. Nobody killed each other. We have a podcast <laughs> together. We just went to Ashley's wedding. Like, yep. look at the... Like, the relationships that yep. you can form with people. Your mm-hmm. best friend could be just a DM away. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh it's sad, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's our next point? Uh pay attention to your feed's aesthetic. Yes. Megan. I know. That's <laughs> you can talk about this one. That's me. Consistency. Um if you are a business, it is more likely for you to draw in your ideal client if your feed has a consistent look and feel to it. So mm-hmm. if you are someone that has lots of dark, say you are like, I don't know, your candle maker and you make candles. 
I want to see those candles, but I don't necessarily want to see your candle on a white backdrop every single day, just like a picture of it. I want to see it in the wild. I want to see it in someone's living room. I want to see it in someone's bedroom, in the bathroom. Like I want to see it being used. I want to see how you make it. I want to see the process behind it. But I also want it to have the same kind of feel towards it. So if all of your scents are nice and warm and cozy and homey, then that has to translate into the image as well. So Mm -hmm. if your scents are warm and cozy and homey, you don't necessarily want to have like blue, cold, white pictures. Yeah. You want to have that warm sense. And that's where like hiring a brand photographer is... (laughs) It's a good idea to come into, or at least talking to someone it's about so that. Smart. Like, yeah. if you're driving in your car right now, you're probably like, dang, she is so right. Yeah. But, like, it's something the, that you yeah. might not even think about as a business owner because you already have so much floating around in your head. Like, your homework after listening to this is go onto your favorite business's feeds and scroll down, pat, like, at least a couple of scrolls and see if it's consistent. Are they all white and bright? Are they all dark and moody? Are they all pink toned, green toned? Do they use all of the same filter on all of their images? Look at your favorite blogger. Do they use the same two or three filters on all of their images? Is their look consistent or is it really jumbled? So like you might not even notice that you are drawn to feeds that are either light and bright or dark and moody, like warm or cold, like go home. That's your homework. Go onto your feed tonight after you're done listening to this or while you're listening to this and pick out your favorite couple of feeds that you love following. Scroll down past their top nine. Is it all the same color? Is it all the same feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Boom. And <laughs> another way, another way, like even if you can't necessarily like, um, if you can't afford to hire a brand photographer right now, maybe, you know, um, Take some photos. Get a friend to take some photos. Go on YouTube and learn how to take photos. Yeah. Oh, you and can always send me a message. I'm more than happy to answer a couple yeah. of questions. Like, I'm I'm an open book. You yeah. could literally be like, Megan, how do you take that flat lay? And I'll be like, Oh, I'll just take a pull, like a pull back, and I'll tell you, like, it's on the floor of my kitchen. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. anything glamorous. I don't have a studio. Like, you could do this anywhere. Yeah. Like, bright I took photos. Light. Yeah, bright natural light. I took photos on my iPhone for Sydney today before this podcast and threw, like, a little bit of a lightning fil- lighting filter on it, and it looks like a million bucks. Yeah. Like, literally you, a million you bucks. You can do it. <laughs> There's lots of you presets <laughs> out there, too. You can get Lightroom um, on your, your phone. For free. For it's free. free app. And you can use different uh, presets and filters. And then another one that I like to use is a color story. And that Mm -hmm. kind of like helps to change the tones of your images so that you can build that consistency. Yeah. And it was created by a blogger. So, you know, that's the real deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next point. Um, Post once a day or more. Yes. (laughs) We were literally just talking about this. And it blows my mind because I have always known that you... Way back in the day, I had a friend that was like, oh, you can't post too much. Blah, 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 blah. This was like years and years and years Bullshit. ago. Bullshit. Anyways, <laughs> so basically, I post once a day. I know that my general traffic is kind of the after-dinner crowd. So I usually post. I have a timer on my phone every day that goes off at 640. That reminds mm-hmm. me to post. Do I post at 640 every day? Not exactly. But if I have, like, already sat down and 
created some posts mm-hmm. to go, then I can just hit send. Um, but sometimes it ends up being a little bit later than that. But Kidding between, up. like, the 6.40 and the 7.30 window, I mm-hmm. would say, is, like, my ballpark. Mm-hmm. But y'all were saying... <laughs> oh, man, can we blend this tip into two parts? Mm-hmm. Post more than once a day, or once or more a day, but use a posting scheduler. Yes. Which... Will save you guys your have been life. on my butt for so long about this. <laughs> As Sydney says, he's, she's got a timer on her phone. Lady, get yourself a scheduler. <laughs> it is free service. You can download the app. You can download it onto your computer or your iPad. Which one would you recommend? It will, I use Later. Okay. Um, but there's Tailwind. There's Hootsuite. There's like a gazillion out there. Um, and just find the one that works best for you. I like I personally use later and love it. I'm literally on my iPad right now <laughs> on the app but store, like, downloading if you, it. <laughs> if you run a business and you want consistency and you know when your target market it hits Instagram, those moms are scrolling at like bedtime or whatever your target client is, look at your um insights, find out when your um highest traction is or highest traffic is post for those times. So you go into your planning system, you schedule a post like once a day at your highest peak time, or you go in, you post twice a day, like whatever works for you and your company, your business, your brand, but make sure that like you can do it all in there and then you can set it to auto post. I was just going to ask, yeah. does it auto post? You can you? set it to auto post and then you can put your phone down Yeah. and you can enjoy your life while still interacting on yeah. social media. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I used to do event planning kind of back in the day, um, I ran socials for a big conference and I remember using Hootsuite and planning yeah. all the tweets that were about to go out. Uh, this time this is happening, blah, blah, blah. So it's nice to be able to have something that kind of like eliminates the guessing game of it all. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah. downloaded it later. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> and it makes you a little bit more intentional too, so that you're not like, oh crap, I need to post. Okay, what am I going to post? You can exactly. kind of like map out your feed, how it looks, maybe mm-hmm. like the visual aesthetic. And like, I draw yeah. below. I like yeah. to look at it like because I can do a preview thing and later where it'll show me what my Instagram feed will look like. Mm. And I'll move my pictures around so that I can get the consistency and the flow that we were talking about in the earlier comment. Sweet. Um, so that it all flows nicely visually together. Because yeah. I don't necessarily want to do like dark, 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 light, 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 like or have mm-hmm. it mixed up. I want to have like a Person, stock image, person, content image, person, that like baby, like like I mix it up, but I want to stay consistent with that. Mm -hmm. So that helps because I can plan it out visually and then add in my captions afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's smart. And for me, like I can't really (laughs) work outside of home for the most part. Um, So for me, this is something that I like to do is go sit in a coffee shop. Because I don't get the opportunity to do that very often. And um, I literally just sit in a coffee shop and that's what I'll do. I'll plan out all my Instagram stories for like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Next tip. Show your face. Yes. I have so, so many people. Important. I have so many people contacting me for content shoots. I have this product. I want to take pictures of this product. Okay, well, do you want to do some headshots and you using this product? No, I don't want to show my face. Girl or guy, show your face. <laughs> People don't care about your product. They care about you. And the story behind it. And the story behind your product, the mm-hmm. story behind your business. Behind the scenes photos, 
photos of your face telling you, uh, telling people about you. Yeah. Have higher engagement than anything else you will ever post. That's my biggest engagement. And it's something I don't even do enough of. But, like, every single time I'm posting, like, a photo that Megan's taken of me at a market or whatever. Yeah, it's always got probably double or triple maybe the likes that it would normally get. Um, A a digital marketer uh, once told me that... You should always try to have your face shown in every nine squares. Yes. So when you open Instagram, you have like the three rows of three. Try to make sure that you are showing your face in those, like one one time every time in those nine squares. Good tip. Yeah. Uh, our next tip is tag people. So... If you want to get on other people's radar and engage and build your interaction engagement, a great way to do that is to actually tag people. So, um, if I'm a you, tagging queen. Yeah. I'm you trying. Know, I, I'm bad for tagging. I, since I schedule all of my images, sometimes I'll go in and pre-tag them. And I'm good for it. And then other weeks, I forget to tag the images. And then I feel really bad. I'm like, oh, my God, I posted your image with your face. And I forgot to tag you. I'm it so drives sorry. me nuts when people don't tag. Because also, like, I want to be able to share. I'm a 50-50. Stuff a <laughs> I'm lot of the time. I'm trying to be better. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. Like, I tag my fabric supplier in mine. Yep. I'm tagging Megan in every mm-hmm. single one of my posts because I know it helps her as well. Um, but even, like... Something as funny as me trying to grow my dog's Instagram feed. <laughs> yeah, the more yeah. the more people you tag, definitely the more you get yeah. seen. Especially if it's um, or hashtags. I guess that's going to be another post. But like the more you you have to use what you want to attract, totally, yeah, or who you want to see it. So for just because this is random and like the best like thing I can think of for my dog's feed, you can go follow Bodie the Horgy. <laughs> Um, no, he, like, I tag dogs of Hamilton. I tag dogs of Buffalo because he's also from Buffalo. Um, I'm tagging the people that we get his treats from, his food from, his collars from, all that Mm -hmm. stuff, because he's a brand rep, too. So, like, I'm doing all that, and I find that it helps your engagement a lot more, too. And it gets you on their radar, and then you never know. They could actually just share your post, and then... There you go. That post just uh, reached their following and their network of people. So that can also, um, in turn, grow your following that way. So our next tip is to use hashtags and vary those hashtags. So, I don't know, think about your location, where you are, Mm -hmm. what the content is that you're posting, who it could relate to, and then mix it all up. And also for product uh, based businesses, if you are trying to find a new demographic, so like for me, like Hamilton and Burlington in this area is like my bread and butter. But say I want to start getting clients more in Toronto, or maybe I want to yeah. start getting clients in a certain area, um, tag that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like try to stay away from like the general really overused hashtags so like say you're a baker and you hashtag like hashtag cake hashtag baker hashtag this like you'll some, get lost you'll get lost in it so you've got to do like hashtag burlington baker yeah. or, or like baker. hashtag um like burlington cake maker or something like it might sound crazy like you're making up your own hashtags but it's going to be a smaller and more engaged reach instead of yeah. the millions of people that are going to look up hashtag cake. Yeah. And then easier for your 
um, future clients or um, shoppers to find mm-hmm. you as well. Yeah. Like I could use hashtag photographer and then just get lost in the sea of millions of images that have been hashtag photographer. But like if I do a hashtag Burlington photographer, then it kind of cuts it down a little bit. Yeah. Or like Hamilton photographer or Burlington, Ontario. <laughs> yeah, but even if like you're someone like Ashley and she's looking for somebody that's doing photography in the mm-hmm. area. She's like, well, I'm from Burlington. I'm going to type in Burlington photographer on Instagram. Just scroll through and see if I like anyone. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, Geotag your photos. Yeah. So. Is our next tip. <laughs> yeah. So, tip number whatever we're on. Yeah. I've geotag your photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think a good kind of example of this would be if you are in the wedding industry and there is a wedding that you worked with um or a client your clients got married I don't know let's say at Whistle Bear in Cambridge and you want to attract that clientele or Mm -hmm. Burlington Convention Center it would be a good idea when you do post those photos that your clients get from you to actually geotag the convention center or whistle bear wherever it is because then that way you're you're targeting like future couples and clients in that area in that area yeah you know like when we went to go see like venues i would look up um whistle bear or burlington convention center and i would see whatever weddings Mm -hmm. that were there to see oh like i'm getting married here like i want to see like what it's gonna look like whistle Mm -hmm. bear is stunning by the way yeah (laughs) So that is a good uh, example yeah. for that. Or yeah, geotag wherever your ideal clients are. Yeah. So like for me, since I'm local, I would geotag this area, Burlington, Hamilton, or specific spots within the area. But I'm not going to go into geotag Toronto because I'm not going to drive to Toronto to do a content shoot. Yeah. Like quite yeah. honestly, I'm not yeah. going to. I want to stay here. Make sure it makes sense for you and the the jobs that you want to Yeah, like with Sydney, you could geotag literally anywhere in the world because you're a product. You can ship it anywhere. Yeah, that's kind of what I meant, like, earlier with tagging. Um, Yeah, for me, like, I have sent stuff to certain people in different parts of Canada. So where they are posting a photo, I'm tagging that location. Yeah. And then because of that, I have like a massive client base in like the Vancouver, BC area because of that specific influencer that posted. And so now I can draw in from that Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. So geotag your photos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you post a new photo, don't post in ghost. Definitely, you know, take maybe like 20 minutes out of your day or like post it and then wait like a couple minutes and then respond to those comments. Mm-hmm. You want to build that interaction, that genuine um, relationship and conversation with people that are engaging with your content because that's how, you know, people will recognize you more when they when you pop up in their algorithm. And a little tip on the top of that, um, all of your, I read something somewhere that when you're engaging on someone's post, it needs to be four words or more and that doesn't, an emoji doesn't count. Yeah. So if I'm responding to someone and you should try to vary up the words as well. Don't always Um, go like, oh, this is, or don't, no, no, don't always go, oh, nice, or... Yeah. Oh, thank Love you. Or, I always try to, like, when I'm responding back to people, I say, thank you so much, girl, or 
Yeah, whatever, their yeah. name or whatever, because you want to add those four words or more. Yeah, the al- like the algorithm, as stupid as it is, wants you to reply to a comment with an answer to the actual comment, not just necessarily a generic reply. They want you to engage on what they've said to you. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, what color is that shirt? Or like, where did you get it from? They want an answer that is actually answering that question. But my two cents is fuck the algorithm, do what you want, um, because the more genuine you are, the more people are actually going to follow you. But if, like, you know, Instagram's, yeah. <laughs> Instagram's Instagram, you're going to have to follow some rules. But really, in, at the end of the day, do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Another way to interact with your following is to do stories. Yes. Um, it's so so important I can't even because I don't show my face a lot in my feed but I show my face on stories a lot and I get so much feedback from people and comments from people and people love it and it's not even one of those things where it's like you have to put makeup on this day Mm -hmm. I was there's filters for that now well there's filters (laughs) but there's also like just be genuine. Like, look at someone like Lisa K. Simmons. Um, she does Makeupless Mondays. And she does a whole thing where if you tag her Makeup in it. every day. <laughs> yeah, basically. But, like, if you tag her on Monday and, like, use a hashtag or whatever, she'll reshare all your stuff. And, like, it's just a way to connect with people. Yeah. Or look at someone like Jillian Harris just to kind of, like, blow Damn, it up. she stories every day, she all stories day. Every day, all day. <clears throat> gray hairs, hair in a bun, no makeup, but then also on set with makeup and doing all that kind of stuff and her I can't even get over how like genuine her following is Mm -hmm. I mean I'm sure I'm not on the inside I don't know for sure but like people connect with that so hard well they want to see real yeah that's what we all want to see is real we want to see behind the scenes what are they doing here Uh, we don't want to see the highlight reel all day we want to see the whole reel yeah we want to see everything you don't want to just see her glossy photos that Technically, she doesn't even take. Um, she's in a lot of them, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's great and it's nice. But as soon as you see the real genuine side of her, people yeah. are obsessed. And I think that's why her her feed and her following has grown so genuinely. Yeah. And Instagram has um, great options now on their stories to get get people or to ask people questions or do polls yes. and interact that way. Interact so, on stories. Please interact yeah. on our stories too. Yeah. <laughs> if we go on stories and we're asking for questions, even if you're like, this is a dumb question, no question is dumb. Please send us your questions. We love them. Yeah. And, and our then, handle is at the self-made life <laughs> podcast. Mm-hmm. Plug, plug. Plug, plug. <laughs> okay, what's our next one? Run a contest. I guess this kind of only applies to some people that can run a contest. Yeah. Um, like, if you're able to, do it. Yeah. Or, like, a giveaway, collab with other local businesses if you can. Like, if that's your thing, if you are able to do it, then do it. Do it yeah. for a milestone. Do it because it's Friday. Do it because you want to. Mm-hmm. Like, you will get a Don't, lot of engagement. Yeah, I wouldn't say oversaturate your feed with giveaways because no. a lot of people are like, oh, if I do a giveaway once a month, then... I'm going to get some, and no, it's like not every, like, super six genuine. months. Yeah, like, I've kind of eased back on it a little bit. Um, I did a massive one. Like, I did four giveaways for my 4K, um, and I just hit five, and I'm over five now, so I'm going to be, I did, I think when this goes live, I already did one. Uh-huh. Um, 
But yeah, every pick and choose. Be choosy with them yeah. um, because you don't want to just be like throwing free free stuff out constantly. Yeah. You're gonna get the same people commenting on your same giveaways yeah. all the time. And then yeah, it's not you want to reach out to different groups of people. Yeah, totally. I've had to like take a back seat from giveaways. So many people were asking me to be part of their giveaways last year, and it was just getting to be overwhelming and. I want to provide like the best service possible. And if that means, you know, half-assing a giveaway, like I don't want to do that. I don't want, I don't think that's fair. And you know what? My time has value too. So I can't, I can't constantly be giving away product. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my opinion. Um, I like doing them for certain reasons because you can kind of um, blend with other makers. Like the one I'm, I just did I'm working with a bunch of people that I've actually never even worked with before mm-hmm. who I've maybe talked I've met one of them two of them yeah mix it up three well technically three of them in person groups. and a few yeah. of them um I literally we were talking in the last um episode about just reaching out and honestly the the worst response you can get is a no yeah. um I reached out to a bunch of makeup companies because I knew that it would blend well with my product yeah. and Honestly, everyone was down. Everyone was like, and if they couldn't do it now, they want to do it in the future. Yeah. So do it if it makes sense to you. Like if it relates to your business and your product and it will help you to target your ideal uh, clients, then go for it. But if it's something that's like not even relatable to you and your yeah. field, then forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, but and also this is like another pro to running contests is it attracts new clients and you can get those people who are entering your contest to tag a friend so you're reaching more people. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and then you're also kind of collaborating with other makers too, which kind of expands you to their reach um, and kind of just brings out a whole new side of your yeah. Instagram and exposes you to other people. Yeah. Okay, and next we'll, point. This point is 506. Our, <laughs> this is kind of like our last point that we'll talk about today. Um, but... If you are out and about and you meet people along your everyday errands, make it genuine, though. Just talk about your Instagram. Talk yeah, about... like, make sure it relates to what you're yeah. talking about. Just sly plug it in there. Yeah. If you have a business card... I'm on this... Ashley's so good at this. We go to events, she's like, let me just slide you my card. Have business cards on you at all times. If you are in business... Your purse should have a stack of cards in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about what you anything do. Anything you do. Lead them to your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Lead them to your website. Drive that traffic there. Be genuine about it. Like a lot of the times I don't always carry um, the Self-Made Life podcast um, business cards on me, but I have the that handle tagged or whatever uh, linked in my bio. So if I am out and about and I only have my personal business um, business cards and I'll hand that out and be like, oh yeah, I also run a podcast with two other lovely ladies and it's, it's linked in my bio. So go check it out. Same. I'm mine's yeah. It's linked in my bio as well. So Guys, if I don't have it out. I feel bad. It's not linked in my bio, but well, it's because I can't fit it. I literally oh, can't fit it. Well, make room. Girl. I know. I keep okay. finding like, I'm like, oh, oh my God, gosh. they both have it. I'm like, I need to put it You in need there. to, okay. I need to rework Tip it. Tip number 406 <laughs> is rework your Instagram bio. <laughs> that yeah. thing needs to be clear, concise, not messy, and it needs to tell what location you're in. 
Yeah, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, well, where is this person? If it's not right in your bio and people have to search for it or ask you, then you're doing something wrong. Well, (laughs) I hate going to someone's feed or like a local business, literally. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, this coffee shop looks so cute. I want to go there and grab coffee today. And I'm looking and I'm like, and then I literally have to go into your post and I'm looking for your geotags and then I'm like scroll. I'm like, oh, they're in Vancouver. And mm. it just took me 10 minutes and I lost 10 minutes because I was looking People for People want to find you. Make it easy for yeah. them to find you. <laughs> and on that note, yes, we're going to wrap it up for today. Uh, but thanks so much for listening. Make sure to screenshot that you are listening to this episode and post it to your stories and tag us. Mm-hmm. We'll probably do like a second part of this. Yeah. One. I feel like <laughs> this could so be like tips. a 12-part series yeah. of just Instagram and all of our yays and woes. Yes. So let us know uh, what you think of these tips. Uh, if you start to implement them into your business and into your account, let if us you're know. Like me, and you just download it later. Engage, engage, engage. Yeah. yeah. Don't post and ghost. Yeah. But genuine engagement, and yeah. then put your phone down and go outside. Yes. Yeah. Go outside. <laughs> there life. is a world out there. Yolo. <laughs> I can't believe you just wow. <laughs> I know. Bringing it back to 2010. I'm <laughs> She's out. <laughs> Have and a great week, guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.